to another episode of CadaverCast. I'm Al Burnham. And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. And we are coming to you from Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. And today's topic is Son of Godzilla. Do you know what year it is? 2019. <laughs> no, the movie. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is a random, yeah, just a random question. You know what year it is? What about the day? <laughs> Son of Godzilla came out in 1967. 1967. There you go. Yep, but what day was it? What day was it? <laughs> no, I I was asking what day it is today. I was messing with oh. you. So, we're back recording for the first time in a long time. Everything you heard in October, as you heard in October, was recorded way early. Here we are. It's nearly what holiday now? Thanksgiving. How does this movie tie into Thanksgiving? Because it's about family, okay. and Thanksgiving is about family coming together, so... See, I thought you were going to say it's about roasting giant spiders Dad, and eating them. no. Oh, okay. They do roast the giant spider and pray. They do, and then we eat giant spiders Dad, we on don't. Thanksgiving. What do, you th- what do you think that is that we eat every Thanksgiving? <laughs> Turkey? No way. Spider meat. Yep. Some nice uh, praying mantis wings. <clears throat> You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> so, yes, Son of Godzilla. Before we get into that, though, uh, while we were not recording and working very hard uh, throughout October, well, I was working very hard on my quarter business because I've got a lot of classes this quarter. Al was working very hard on his homework for second grade. Yep. Uh, we had a few reviews uh, posted to... Apple Podcasts that we wanted to read, or rather have Al read. So let's do a little bit of business here. Uh, do you, you can read the dates, too, if you want. Yeah. Uh, the first of them comes from Phantom Theories. On 9-6-2019, this podcast is great. The world of horror through the eyes of father and son duo. It doesn't get any better than this. Well, thank you, Phantom Theories. Next one is from Brooke. Brooke? I can't say this. That's freaking hope. Broken English. Broken English on 9 2019. 9 2019? Yep. 9 2019. 9 2019. Honestly, this podcast is adorable and fun time. Thank you, Broken English. Next one is from Paul. P.K. Kelly. That's P.K. Yep, from PK. P.K. in the Universe, mm-hmm. friend of ours who has a YouTube channel. We've talked about it before. Rebranded as P.K. in the Universe, so check him out. He started posting some more stuff recently. P.K. says what? At 10-5-2019. I've been listening since the first episode, and I have never missed one. This is a high-quality podcast with great content. The audio quality is exceptional which is important for me because I'm oftentimes 
riding a lawnmower mower or pushing snowblower when I'm listening. I feel like I'm learning a lot from listening to the these episodes. It's a show that's both edit education educational educate educational educational and funny al and jeff are incredible passionate about monster movies and you can tell by their on some some i don't know i don't know let me see that what is that word and you can tell by their oh enthusiasm okay (laughs) when they're discussing the films Almost all their episodes are under an hour, and they do a great job of staying on topic. If you're looking for a great monster movie podcast that everyone can listen to, then you've come to the right place. Thank you very much, PK. There you go. So those are our new reviews that we've gotten that I caught wind of anyway. If we missed your review, uh, let us know. But thank you, everybody, who's reviewed so far. We have 22 ratings on iTunes, or iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Reviews help us get noticed, especially on Apple Podcasts. So uh, if you have the time and the access to that, head on over and leave a review. It is a big help. But that's it for that. There's there's business out of the way. Two months worth of business. Or two and a half months at this point. Yeah. Oh boy. Al, how was Halloween for you? Great. I got a lot of Candy, including banana Laffy Taffies. (laughs) The most important part. Yes. Well, specifically because, well, look at Martha's trying to get it right now. (laughs) Yeah. That's Al's reward for recording this episode. Banana Laffy Taffy. And then our cat's trying to eat it now. (laughs) Easy man to please. Anything else of note happen on Halloween that you want to tell our listeners about since we haven't been actually recording since before Halloween? (laughs) Uh, mm, yes, actually. Okay. I did get, there was these, like, three neighbors that were giving out bags of candy. Oh, yeah. The good yeah. the good stuff. Big old plastic bags full. Mm-hmm. Well. But also, it was, uh, what happened on Halloween? Maybe you should tell our listeners about that in snowed? case. It snowed? Yeah. It snowed. We had a blizzard come through on Halloween. Yep. That, I also said, that's way... I said it would be funny if the Nightmare Before Christmas in real life. Oh, if Jack Skellington just popped out? (laughs) Yeah, and then, no, but like, like people actually played the thing instead of it being a cartoon was made on that Halloween of 2019. Oh, missed opportunity, I guess. Missed, missed, missed. (laughs) And on uh, Instagram, we were posting pictures of what we were playing while trick-or-treating, which was what? Do you remember? Uh, no. Ghost or snowman? <laughs> yep. Because there were a lot of snowmen, a lot of ghosts. We found two snowmen. Uh, two, three, I think. I think it was two. Three. No, it was three. Yeah, it was, it was three. three. And then... Whatever mom confirms, three. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the first one we saw, you caught the first one, I caught the second one? Mm-hmm. And then we caught... A bunch of ghosts covered in snow later on. So, man, who can tell the difference at that point? And I also said... It was chaos. Yeah. I also said, maybe the ghosts are made out of snow. I mean, that's the the ultimate trick. Yeah. The best Halloween prank of them all. Yeah. Anyway, son of Godzilla, here we go. 
This is, uh, oh boy, I don't remember what movie this is in the franchise. Because we got the Criterion Godzilla set, and I think it's on disc four. So that would put it somewhere like eighth movie in the franchise or something like that. I don't know. What's notable about this one? There's a baby Godzilla. As you might guess <laughs> that from the title. The baby Godzilla when it's like baby baby, not like when it's grown up, since it does grow up. When it's baby baby and crawling around, it's held by a string. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, marionetted around. Yeah. Sort of, but it's not really a puppet when it's a baby, though. They just kind of are dragging it around by strings. <laughs> yeah. They're just literally drag. I realized, like, he's he's definitely getting pulled by strings instead of being becoming a marionette because he's in the same place just dragging around the ground yeah he's not articulated no it's just a sort of one solid rubbery piece yep but you can clearly see the strings on the new blu-ray which i know uh some people don't like to be able to see the strings but we sure do we like to be able to see how this is all put together uh i know Phantom Dark Dave was like, I don't know how you guys do that. Why you guys like seeing the strings and stuff. We like that. We like seeing behind the scenes. Yeah. You actually, we got to see behind the scenes a little more than anticipated. Yeah, because remember? at the end of the movie, we got to see the top of the set. Yeah. Yeah, for like a couple. No, it wasn't at the end of the movie. It was like in the middle. It was that first fight between yeah. uh, a Godzilla and the praying mantises. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like... He was about to, when he was about to body slam one of them, for just a couple seconds, you could see the top of the set. So if you ever go back and watch it, um, when he is about to slam a praying mantis, look at the top of the screen. Yeah, it's about like four frames or so you see <laughs> above the sky. Because, of course, the backdrop when Godzilla's fighting the praying mantises is a painting, right? A painting of the sky in a studio. And above that, obviously, they have some people up in the rafters because the praying mantises are what kind of monsters? Marionettes. Marionettes? Marionette monsters. Marionettes. Marion... Maria monsters. (laughs) Maria monster? (laughs) Marion monsters. Marion monsters, You just tuned in for bad relationship advice with Alistair. Maria monster. (laughs) No, Marina monsters. Marinate monsters. No, this is getting out of control. Marionettes. So they're they're really articulated puppets. The bugs in this movie, controlled by like twelve to twenty strings. It's crazy how many cables are going up into (laughs) the rafters. But yeah, it pans up accidentally, just a little bit too much. And for about four frames, you can see above the backdrop. And Dad saw it for like a second. Yeah, four frames. So it's a very very slim window that you can spot it yes but of course we went back and paused it and tried to see what was above the set and dad saw it i didn't since i was looking at godzilla slamming a praying mantis into the ground but yeah it was just the top of the screen it's blue sky and then suddenly blackness enters the top of the frame and you got lights and rafters pretty good i did see the lights what's going on in this movie well it's about of course baby godzilla growing up but is that the only thing that's happening in the movie? No. Well, our main character, we learn about him a little later in the movie than we expected. Who's our main character? Our main character, I don't remember his name. Nor do I. I don't remember any of their names. <laughs> There's like Me ten characters. I remember 
sir. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's the boss they just call sir. Absolutely. It's some kind of scientific experiment crew. Yeah, they're trying to, like, freeze the island. Yeah, it's weird. Did you, did you understand what they were trying to do? Like, what was the point Actually, of this? Actually, yes, I did. Okay, what what is the goal of this experiment? I mean, I know it was, like, to freeze the island, but, like, why? Um, They want to freeze the island because in a hundred years, they said, um, man's population will actually... Um, meet its limit, so that means there won't be enough food. So then they were freezing the island since it had food on it. So in like a hundred years, they would still have food. <laughs> okay, I got, I got you, I got you. Uh, see, this is still really confusing to me because I, I mean, I watched it with you and I, I read what they were saying, but I didn't understand what the point of this. I don't know that I was paying perfect attention, but you're right. It seemed like they're saying, we're going to run out of food, so let's freeze this island. Because there's, like, herbs on it that you can eat? So they're, like, trying to refrigerate the island? I don't know that that's exactly their goal, but that's as close as I understood it, too, which also makes no sense. Do you remember what the island was called? Oh, yeah, they were calling it um, Soul Gel or something like Mm -hmm. that. It was, like, Soul... Solgal. Solgal. Solgal, yeah. But then someone said, this should be called Monster Island. I was like, this has to be Monster Island. Then later, Dad didn't believe me, so... Well, it's not that I didn't believe you. No, just... But later in the movie, someone said, um, our main character said, this island should be called Monster Island. Yeah, because of course there is Monster Island in the Godzilla movies, but at this point... I mean, we kind of skipped ahead. We watched the first two in the series. You know, Godzilla, Godzilla Raids Again. We've seen a few of the ones in between, but Al wanted to do Son of Godzilla for Thanksgiving. So we skipped ahead. And I wasn't sure if we had already seen Monster Island at that point in the series, and we just sort of skipped over it or what. But it seems like this is the beginning of it. Son of Godzilla is actually in three of these movies. He's in this one. Yeah, he's in this one. He's in Destroy All Monsters, and he's in All Monsters Attack. Okay, that makes sense. That's the ones he's in. At least that we've seen the pictures of, because we haven't watched all of the ones in the set yet. Because the pictures, like the artwork, since it's a big set with artwork, it looked like he was in three of them. Since he has to be in, like, Destroy All Monsters, because All Monsters (laughs) and All Monsters Attack... All monsters, so that he, has, up. he has to be in them. And also the artwork said so. The artwork said so. <laughs> the set is amazing. As Al pointed out, it is gigantic. Oh, yeah. But it's also too big to put anywhere. I have no idea where we're going to put this thing. <laughs> Me. And I had it standing up on a shelf, but I think it started to warp. So I have it under what some books now. <laughs> like it started it started to like get misshapen because of the way yeah. I had it awkwardly standing up. So now I'm going to have to put it somewhere. It's awkward. But it's gorgeous. If you got a place to put it, it's gorgeous. And on sale right now on barnesandnoble.com. I like on the back, it's just like the sea with like the sun and then back of Godzilla walking Mm -hmm. into the sea. I like that. It's just a calm moment. (laughs) Before more uh, praying mantis body slamming. Yeah. But yeah, okay, so the human element of this... It's, I, it's it's like we've talked about on other Godzilla movie episodes where the people kind of don't matter all that much. You're waiting for Godzilla to turn up and mm-hmm. whoop some monster butt. Yeah, but 
the praying mantises start off at tiny and get giant because they set off this thing trying to freeze the island, but they said if it goes off too early, it's going to do a reverse reaction, so it will be in high temperature heat. Mm-hmm. And everything, it cre- it's like radiation, so it yeah. causes the, yeah, you're right, it causes them to grow gigantic, like really fast. Because when we first see the praying mantises, how big yeah. are they? Yeah, they're like as big as you. Yeah, they're like human size running around in the jungle. Then suddenly they get almost as big as Godzilla. Well, then how do we get son of Godzilla? What Where happens? does he come from? Well, there's like this interruption in like the signal to call okay. people. And they realize later in the movie it was baby God. It was son, uh, son of Godzilla calling for Godzilla. Son of Godzilla needs a name because son of Godzilla is really hard to say. I don't, he may have a name. Let's call him Peppy. What do you think? Peppy, yeah. Peppy. So Peppy, Peppy's got some brain signal that is blocking their Yeah, and then what happens is the giant praying mantises start beating up on this rock that since yeah, they have like an egg. it's like a little mountain or whatever. Yeah, like a tiny mountain. There's the egg of Peppy in it and they start breaking it and then they start trying to break the egg and then they start poking Peppy and then... When Godzilla comes in, they hit the baby in the face with a rock. I'm looking up what the, they do hit it in the face with a rock. It's hilarious. <laughs> two times, actually. Yeah, two Later times in the movie. movie. Oh, oh, baby Godzilla is named Manila. Manila. Okay. That's fine, I guess. I still want to call him Peppy. <laughs> and is sometimes referenced as Minya in Minya. the American dubbed versions. But Manila. Baby Godzilla Manila. Baby Godzilla Manila. Yep. So Manila gets hit in the face with a rock. Two times. Which is right after he's born, though. Like, he hatches from the egg. And one of the very first things the praying mantises do is basically use their claws like a hockey stick and wallop it in the head with a rock. (laughs) And then later, he accidentally moves the rock on the ground. The praying mantises uses his feet to go back and forth, and then flings it into the air and hits him on the head. Yep, two times. Manila's got some uh, serious brain damage action going on by the end of this movie. (laughs) Oh, yes, he does. Takes some serious blows to the skull. Oh, yeah. Like, right in the face. Yeah. I don't mean, like, on the head. In the face. It's pretty amazing. So the praying mantises, there are three of them? Yeah. There's only three of them. Three gigantic ones, anyway. Yeah, because what there used to be four praying mantises. There might be more, but we only see three of them. Yeah. They probably do come back and all monsters attack and destroy all monsters. Since it's all monsters, as I said earlier. <laughs> I mean, depending on how much marionette work they do in those movies. Because only Godzilla and sort of toddler Manila are people in suits. The other monsters in this are all marionettes. Yeah, even the giant spider that comes in later. So let's talk about the giant spider. What's up with the giant spider? Well, the giant spider um, is asleep underground. It would take a long time to see why the giant spider is in here, but I don't want to explain all of that. So there's this (laughs) giant spider that's underground, and he accidentally gets woken up, and since he's a spider, he can weave webs. Mm-hmm. And, and but, like, spits the webs out of its mouth. Yeah. 
Like, but, barfs them. Yeah. And if you put fire on it, it will go away. Like, it'll break in half. The webs. Yeah. Yeah. That's how they get out. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's some... Later on, there's that great action where the spiders spitting webs all over Manila. And then... <laughs> yeah. Uh, spitting webs on Godzilla, and they start using their fire breath to, like, fight the webs in midair. Oh, yeah. I love when, like, the webs and Godzilla's fire breath hit each other. Yeah. It's cool. It's like, <laughs> yeah. In a, it's like in a movie where people use magic or whatever, and their magic is, like, zapping each other, you know, like in Harry yeah. Potter or whatever, like, using their or magic Or like memes. in this, or like in the I Choose You <laughs> movie I watched. I Choose You? What it's is a Pokemon that? movie. Oh, okay. It's gotcha. literally called I Choose You, Pokemon the movie. <laughs> okay, fair enough. The giant spider, though, here's what's weird to me about the giant spider, is we're led to understand that it's already a giant, giant spider. And then, of course, the praying mantises get made giant by the radiation. They're already big, but they're made gigantic by the radiation. But I the think... spider's underground. I think it was already that big. Yeah, it was underground, so it didn't get hit by the radiation. See, that's what I was thinking. So it couldn't get ginormous, like way bigger. But it was already Godzilla-sized to begin with. Yeah. And I mean, Godzilla already exists. So, you know, giant monsters already were around from the beginning of the series. Yeah, but I'm wondering, because there's little, like, like, tiny volcanoes that the rocks went in Uh to wake them up. Oh, because he lives underground in, like, a yeah. valley. He basically is the valley. Yeah, and there's things opening up to hit him. He should have got ginormous because the radiation could have hit him through those little holes. I don't holes. know. Maybe he did. Maybe he wasn't that big before. But now I'm going to explain. Our main character sees this girl, and then, like, her dad wrote this book, and it mentioned his name, the spider's name. What was his name? Like... Komunga or something like that? I think that? it was Fomunga. It was Fomunga. <laughs> it was Fomunga? I don't know that that's true. I don't true. remember. <laughs> I don't know that that's true. Well, and... Kumonga. Kumonga. Um, and they were like, who is it? So... Because she's, she's been living on the island by herself. Uh, her dad was a... I don't know, like, archaeologist or something like yeah, that? Yeah, because... Like, he's some kind of explorer and... He, her whole family died, and everybody died, and she was left on the island by herself. And what happened is that I think it was like Japan used to be a part, like used to be connected to, I think it's Asia where Japan is in. It used to be connected there, but then when it went off the monster island we call now, was there, and one archaeologist stayed there, her dad. <laughs> No, this wasn't like. So you're. No, it said that it. They actually said that. Your proposition here is that the that her story that begins. No, they with actually, Pangea. That we've got we've got all the continents of the earth as one giant thing. No, and they I all said spread ja- away. No, I said Japan was connected to Russia. <laughs> yeah, Not everything connected to Russia. That was like way before. That was like millions and billions of years or whatever before. Like, that, Japan, no, no, no. When she went to this island, Japan was already separated from mainland Asia. Like, absolutely. <laughs> Wait, no, but they actually said that no, in the you movie. misunderstood whatever they said. Whatever they said, you misunderstood that. The Pangea was a long, long, long time ago. You get your mom crying back there. She's <laughs> laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
<laughs> so no, she was not. They didn't get left on this island when it separated from Japan. That is not how that works. <laughs> oh man. So, mom, you're making me laugh. <laughs> Suffice it to say, she's stuck on the island. Yeah. <laughs> and then she wants no one to see her? Yeah, because she's like, you know, she she grew up on the island with her dad and stuff. But, like, they've been dead. Like, everybody was dead and she's been alone so long that she's kind of living in the wild. But she can still read and speak Japanese and everything. Yeah. Like, she she's not like a wild person. You know, she's not somebody who's like a jungle person. She's just, no. she just grew up there and is really comfortable there. So... Uh, when she does meet our main character, Mr. Journalist Man, whatever his name was, uh, her name was Saida? Saika? Saya. I, like I, I think it was Saya. Psycho. Psycho. There we go. I remember. It was like Psycho. Yeah, Psycho. That's, <laughs> he meets some Psycho girl in the jungle. <laughs> hey! He's following your advice. Marry a monster. <laughs> She's living in the jungle, eating people. Yeah. No, Dad. <laughs> Psycho. That's her name. No, like, she's just mad because she like had to watch mainland Japan float away. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, stop. Oh, Please. boy. You're making Mom laugh. And <laughs> she makes me laugh. All right, what else do you want to talk about in this movie? What about the monster fights? Oh, gosh. Wait, so, how about, is there anything else to talk about in the movie other than the monster fights? Because if there isn't, no. we can move into Beastly Best <laughs> and talk about the monster fights. I also have something from the beginning. I can say that. Actually, that's my Beastly Best, so. Yeah. Okay, so let's move into our segments then. Beastly Best. What is the coolest monster okay. moment in so, the movie? Back when I said, like, that. This the first time that Godzilla body slammed a praying mantis into the ground, he literally instead of just throwing him to the ground like he did the second time, he body slammed it onto the mm. ground. He literally picked it up and then body slammed it to yeah. the ground. And then did like the fire breath on it. Super hmm. rad. And sizzled it. Yeah, just... And then just... a leg flew off and almost hit... Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Hit our main character in Psycho. Yeah. Like, they were running no. along and then a giant uh, roasted praying mantis drumstick <laughs> comes flying by. I remember you said... Thanksgiving dinner served. I remember you actually saying in the movie, oh, there's goes a praying mantis drumstick. You actually yep. said that. I sure did. Did I say this was the eighth Godzilla movie? Yes, you oh, did. Nice. Spot on. It is actually the eighth Godzilla movie. Nice. Good. Nice. You got it right. My beastly best. There's so many good ones. That's the problem. Definitely the body slamming of those yes. uh, giant grasshopper, grasshoppers, uh, praying mantises. Really rad. That's good stuff. The spider fight is cool, though. Ooh, I like yeah, the, spi the spider fight, especially when... Yeah, here's what it is. It's when both Godzilla and Manila team up and finally Manila can use his fire breath, which has been real spotty the whole movie. Like, sometimes he can use it. Sometimes he just sort of blows out a ring of fire. I remember he spit a ring of fire and it hit the eyes of a praying mantis. Mm -hmm. 
And then they clubbed him with a rock. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like, right after. Yeah, but when they both, like, finally are able to use their fire breath as, like, a father-son team, that's yeah, they, good stuff. Yeah, they sizzle him. <laughs> Sizzling. Sizzle. <laughs> Actually, when the... Um, sizzle. <laughs> you gotta hold up the finger like you did. Sizzle. <laughs> But yes, that is really cool. That's, that's I, probably my favorite. I remember part. when after the first time Godzilla body slammed the praying mantis, he sizzled him, and the leg went flowing. I thought the praying mantis was flying. Mm. Since well, they, they can, can fly. fly. Yeah, they yes. do fly too. You're yeah, right. I thought You're it was right. him flying, and I was like, and then Dad said, "Oh, it's a leg." And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> Did you at any point in this movie get spooked? No. <laughs> no, this is a pretty fun one. I actually It's a father and son movie. It is, and I actually had never seen the entirety of this one before. So Why? I just hadn't. Like there's a lot of the movies, you got to keep in mind, most of the Godzilla movies I watched, like when I was a kid, I watched on TV, so I would turn them on like when I would be passing by them on the channels and they'd be halfway through. So this is one that I'd never seen the entirety of, only bits and pieces, uh maybe half of it. And I kind of was worried going into it that I was going to think it was really, really silly and goofy because it's about a baby Godzilla. So, you know, my thought was it it's probably not. Goofy. It is a little goofy. It's got a really jaunty soundtrack, really kooky, but it actually is a lot of fun and it doesn't it doesn't get silly to the point where it's annoying. I also like when he just falls down and makes his dad drag him, mm. he just like uh, oh, and falls yeah. to the ground and makes his dad drag him. When he throws his hissy fit and he flops down on his back and he's like doing a little toddler hissy fit, kicking and screaming, and Godzilla just grabs Manila by the tail and drags him off into the jungle. <laughs> yeah, just like I had to do with you, grab you by your tail and drag you away. I don't have a tail. Not anymore. It came off. <laughs> I kept having to do it. I had to do it so often. I just kept dragging you around by your tail because you had so many hissy fits that it that came right off. And that's that's why you don't turn into a giant gorilla during the full moon anymore like you used to. There's a, there's a reference for you Dragon Ball Z fans out there. Does <laughs> uh, actually someone in a Dragon Ball Z turn into a giant gorilla? Yeah. The yeah, they turn into like giant ape monsters in the full moon or whatever. But then if you cut their tails off, they can't do that anymore. It's weird. Yep, sure it's is. really weird. So no, I would say there are no spooky moments. There's some good stuff with the spider later on with the, yeah. with the human characters. The spider's trying to grab them with its... You know, it's little pokey feet. There's some good tense like moments it, with that. I like that its claw, like, opens and closes like a crab's claw. It doesn't really have a full crab claw, though. It's got the big pointy part and then a smaller one that doesn't really move. It's just but, the top part moving. Yeah, and it just Since kind of tries to poke it's them. Only, it's only, um, the, t the top is the only one moving. So you know that our listeners can't see what you're demonstrating I with know. your hand. <laughs> okay. Ow. So it's kind of pointless. <laughs> Let's move on to screen themes, then. What do you think the theme of this movie is? What message is it sending? It's sending the message of... I don't know, really. Okay, well, let's talk about what happens in the movie. So, where do you think the message of the movie would come from? What characters, what relationships? 
definitely coming from Son of Godzilla. Okay, so Godzilla and Manila, right? So what would be the message here? What would the movie be saying about fathers and sons through that relationship? I think it's trying to say to parents, teach your kids. And if they don't get it one time, they'll get it some other time. And they're teaching to kids, listen to your parents. They, they've got <laughs> things to teach you that you can learn from. Yeah. Parents and kids. Boy, doesn't that sound like a conversation we had this morning. You know, every time we have to have a, a conversation like that, we could just watch Son of Godzilla again. Dad. <laughs> no. I know, that'd be watching it way too much, huh? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, boy. So I agree. You know, it's a, it's definitely about parenting and it's about, you know, listening to your parents and about parents not giving up on their kids. But it's really a nice story because Godzilla, though we don't really know if this is this Godzilla's kid. Like, we don't know that Godzilla is responsible for this child. Actually, I think it does because it does grow tiny spikes and turns gray. Yeah, but remember this Godzilla we learned in uh, Godzilla Raids Again is a different Godzilla from the first Godzilla, but it looks basically the same. True. Right? Because they killed the first because Godzilla. Because they, they use this, like... Um, the oxygen destroyer. Yeah, yeah. oxygen destroyer. So, so they learned... sucks all the oxygen out of him and killed it. Yeah, so this is a different Godzilla, even. He also looks really funny, Yeah, too. he's got really googly eyes. Absolutely. He's also, his head is also really thin. But, you know, too. If, if this isn't Manila's actual biological Godzilla dad, that's actually a better story. You know, it actually kind of makes it a sweeter story because Godzilla is raising this kid to be the best Godzilla he can be. You know, just doing his best for this kid who just maybe, needs help, needs maybe guidance. Maybe that's... His stepfather. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, like, or maybe it's Godzilla's brother, if he yeah, has a it could brother. Yeah, it could be uncle. We don't exactly know. I didn't run the DNA test on them, so, you know, I, I don't know yet. We can do that later, maybe. Take them yeah. on uh, Maury, see what, see what he comes up with. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So that's it, right? That's all of our segments. Yeah. It's been a while since we've done this. No. Well, we already talked about the funny moments. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we already talked about bones. that. Yeah, we yeah. already talked about all of them. Yeah, did we miss any that are worth mentioning? Uh, I yes. guess not. Oh, okay. It's when the praying, one of the praying mantises flies and touches the ground, and green smoke flies everywhere off of him. That is pretty funny. Okay, I don't really remember that. But. Yeah, it happened. He was just, he was just steaming green steam off of him oh while he God. was flying. Every time, no, it was every time. I think that's what it looks time, like when giant praying mantises fart. Dad. No, every time <laughs> when the praying mantises fly, green smoke would come off them. Mm. Oh, this, that's, that's like the propulsion. They like shoot out like green smoke and that like rockets them along. No, Dad. Their wings did. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I follow. Well, I guess that's it, huh? Yeah. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody who celebrates American Thanksgiving. Everybody else, happy November or whatever it is you're doing. How can listeners support the show? By going to patreon.com slash word salad dude nailed it right out of the gate didn't don't even have to edit that awesome so uh yes patreon.com slash word salad supports us supports word salad radio 
Uh, the money we pull in from that goes into a savings account for Alistair's College Fund, of course, and it gets you access for as little as a dollar a month to exclusive content over there. And we just posted a new show, an entirely new show that we just started that's a Patreon exclusive. Alistair, do you want to tell our listeners about it? It is Not So Creepy Critters about... It is about me teaching people about animals that are not monsters. Yeah, not not movie monsters, right? About real world animals. But also they do some weird and wild things. So, you know, that's a big focus of what he talks about. The first one we did was otters. Yep. A full episode on otters. Of course, uh, I have a show that I put up over there called Cinemuck. That's a Patreon exclusive show. And uh, Alistair was on the last episode of Cinemuck, where we talk about double features of weird movies, usually with my friends uh, coming over and being subjected to really strange, trashy movies. But Alistair joined me for an episode recently, which was a big deal. And uh, yeah, uh, again, as little as a dollar a month helps out and gets you access to that exclusive content and puts some money up for Alistair's college fund. And again, Alistair, what is that address? Patreon.com slash word salad. Yep. And of course, ratings and reviews wherever you can rate and review us. Always helpful. Alistair, do you want to plug our social media? Where can people find us online? Instagram. Instagram. I don't remember. <laughs> Cadavercast on Instagram. Twitter. Uh, we have not done this in so long, so I do not remember. <laughs> on Twitter at cadaver underscore cast. <laughs> uh, I never remember that. Okay, Facebook. I don't remember. The Cadavercast Critters and Creeps Club, dude. Right. <laughs> Join the club. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's how long I have not been doing this. I know, it's been a while. Cadavercast Critters and Creeps Club on Facebook, and you can email us at cadavercast at gmail.com if you have anything to say that you don't want to say anywhere else. So, that's it from us. Alistair, why don't you sign us out? You've been listening to another episode of Cadavercast. I'm Al Burnham. And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. We love ya. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving and eat some spiders.